0: Matthew 11:28, 28 Come unto me, all ye who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus is calling you to come the way you are. My name is Ruth Sorrow, and you're welcome to Abba's Word Podcast, where we share the love of Christ, fellowship with the Holy Spirit, give you hope from the Word of God, and faith to carry on. God loves you. And he has a plan for your life. He never makes mistakes. God bless you as you stay tuned to listen to new episodes every Saturday on Abba's Word Podcast. Hello, you're welcome to another episode of Abba's Word Podcast. And my name is Sarah Ruth. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at abba's word podcast and i want i know you all are wondering why we didn't have any episode last week and that's because god has laid it in my heart to do this bi-weekly instead of um weekly so i can get more from the lord and i can dispense more and so god can you know just pour out pour more into me and i can understand the message is trying to pass across to us out there so, like I said, welcome. If this is your first time, welcome newbie. And if this is another time tuning into Abu's word, welcome again, Odie. <laughs> I'm glad to have you all back and I'm glad you can listen to this today. Today we'll be talking about who is at the center. And before we get started, I you already know how it goes. I start with a story. So um, as an athlete we as a, as an athlete that as I that, that I am, everyone else who is an athlete will know the importance of of core power. And I mean core power means meaning like how strong your core is, like the middle part of your body, which is the your abs, your back and every other thing. If you're an athlete you understand what I'm trying to say here. And if your core if the core is weak You obviously might not be able to do as much as you're supposed to. Now, for instance, I I was trying to jump one day, that was this was like a long time ago, and I realized I was trying to get to a distance that I couldn't get to. And my coach was like, Hmm, how strong is your core? And I think it it touched my tummy and then we're trying I tried to do some exercise that has to do with core and I realized my core was really weak. And that's why I couldn't get in as much distance as I wanted to get. Now, what am I trying to say? The question is, who is the core of your life? What is the core part of your life? Who is at the center of your life? Is it friends? Is it social media? Is it alcohol? What do you run to when things are like falling apart? This brings me to a novel in Nigeria. I'm from Nigeria. And there's a novel I read back in the day, like a long time ago. It's called um, Things Fall Apart. And there's a statement there that says things fall apart. The center cannot hold. And why do things fall apart in our lives? If they fall apart, because mostly the center cannot hold it. Now, the question is, what is the center of your life? what have you placed to be at the center of your academics who have you placed to be at the center of your life at the center of that job at the center of that project who is at the center our anchor scripture for today will be from luke 16 verse um, 13 to 15 and it says no one can serve two masters either you hate you will hate the one and love the other or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve both god and money is god the center of your life or money is the center of your life is everything you do based on god based on what god wants you to do or is based on or is money inclined is it god inclined is it kingdom inclined are your friends god inclined is your circle kingdom inclined or is it just money inclined is it just about money is it just about partying is it, is it just about you know getting girls or getting boys here and there who is the center of your life who is the center of your t- of that um you know thing you're 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 trying to handle the bible says no one can serve two masters at a time you can't say you love god and the circle of your friends doesn't show that you love god You can't say you love God and love money. You can't say you love God and at the same time you are insulting someone or you're cursing. You cannot say you love God. You cannot say God is the center of your life when it's not projecting outwardly. Jesus has to be the center of your life. Jesus Jesus holds everything all together because in our hands it will fall apart. In our hands, it will fall apart. Jesus needs to be the center of everything we do. I'm an athlete. I'm also a student. I'm also a sister. I'm also a friend. And most times I get this question. How do you balance both athletics and, and um, you know, trying to keep up with social life and also being a student? How do you balance everything together? And the first thing I say is, it's God because in my hands when i'm trying to balance it it's going to fall apart i get that question a lot of times and there is nothing else i can say than just give god the glory because jesus is the center of my life it makes everything balanced it makes everything balanced jesus makes everything balanced you're trying to be a mom you're trying you also be, you're also a sister you're also a wife you're also a I mean, sister in law, daughter in law, somewhere, and everything is just really overwhelming. Give it to Jesus. Give it to Jesus. He is the center of everything. There is no need running to other things. There is no need running to alcohol when you see that everything is falling apart. When Jesus is the center of our lives, Things are no longer in our hands, but in His hands, He holds everything together. There are other things taking the center of God in your life. There are other things taking the place of God in your life. You need to accept Jesus and tell Him to be the Lord of your life. Not just to be an occupant, but to be the center of your life that holds everything together. The center that everything revolves around in. Jesus should be that person that revolves that everything revolves around Jesus. All you do revolves around Jesus. That when people see you, they know they cannot curse where you are. They know they cannot insult where you are. They know they know the types of the type of things they come to say to you. When Jesus is the center of your life, it is going to show. It will not be hidden because Jesus is that light on the inside of you, and you need to let that light shine. Because he is the center. And let's go back even to the the children of Israel. They made so many idols. After God had delivered them one way or the other, they tried to make idols for themselves. They used their jewelries to make idols for themselves because God had delivered them. Has God delivered you in a particular stage, and you're like, okay, yeah, God has delivered me. Now I can go on with my life. No, keep making him the center. Jesus does not want us to be, to only come to Him when we are in that depressed state, when we are in that state of desperation, when we are in a desperate state. He wants us to come to Him even in the good time and in the bad time. We can only make Jesus the center of our lives when we decide to let Him in when we decide to let him take control of everything, when we keep laying it at his feet every single time, when we keep throwing ourselves at his feet every single time. Our second scripture will be from Luke 17 verse 16. Verse 16, it said, He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Now, this scripture talks about luke 17 luke um 17 verse 11 to 16 actually talks about when jesus was healing the men with leprosy and when jesus was healing them he healed they were 10 but only one came to thank God. And what did the Bible say? The scripture says, he threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. There are some things that we are going through and we don't have to throw ourselves to alcohol. We don't have to throw ourselves to just to friends that we advise you wrongly. In fact, the first person you should throw yourself to is Jesus. The first person that wants to catch you when it's like when it's like you're about to fall is Jesus. Jesus does not catch you when you fall. He catches you when you're about to fall because He will not let you fall. He won't see you fall and then want to now catch you. No, He catches you when you're about to fall, when it seems like everything is about to go south. That's when He catches you and He picks you up again. The scripture says that um, I, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He's going to catch you when you fall, only if you make him the center of your life. There are so many things we've made the center of our life. It doesn't have to be what we've crafted with our hands. Most, most of us have made social media the center of our lives. Most of us are beginning to compare ourselves with things we see on the social media when they are not even real. They don't even show you what they want you to see. They only show you what they want you to see. They don't show you the other sides of their life. When Jesus is in the center, we begin to have an understanding of these things. Even let's look at this. When Jesus was crucified on Golgotha, it was in the middle of both the of the two thieves. One of the thieves said, If you are Jesus, why not save yourself? The second, the second said, the second thief said, Jesus, do not forget me. Remember me. Do not forget me. Take me with you. And Jesus said, Today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus was at the center, He holds everything all together. It does not let you fall. No matter what it is, it will never let you fall. All you have to do is make him the center of your life. He's there to give you freedom from addiction. He's there to lose those chains. When Lazarus was in the tomb, mary went to him and said if you were here jesus my brother would not have died jesus went to the tomb and called forth lazarus he said lazarus come out and lazarus came out lazarus was tied with the rope and everything with the rope and everything around him and jesus said lose him and let him go that is what happens when you make jesus the center of your life he begins to make everything to be loose he begins to lose everything that tied you down he begins to break that chain of addiction he begins to break that chain of stealing, it begins to break that chain of sickness, it begins to lose things in your life when you just let him in and make him the center. Matthew 6:33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be added unto you. Most of us are seeking things that are outside of God's kingdom. But God is saying, seek ye first. First of all, not secondly. He's not saying you should first seek social media and then go to his kingdom. God is saying, seek my kingdom first. And every other thing will be added unto you. Is it a job? It will be added unto you. Is it a child? It will be added unto you. Is it a project? It will be added unto you. Is it a contract? It will be added unto you. Is it cars? Name it. It will be added unto you. All things, not, not half things, not one thing, but all things will be added unto you when you make Jesus the center of your life. When you make Jesus is the center of your life, when Jesus is at the center, you turn to him in everything, not just the bad, but also in the good. Most people don't have Jesus at the center. That's why they turn to so many other things that 's why they turn to so many other things they turn they turn to that relationship that is even hurting them emotionally and physically they um Most people just feel like, oh, this is the only person I have. This is the only person I can feel secure, even if he or she abuses me. They turn to that relationship. They turn to that drug that isn't even meant for them. They turn to alcohol. They turn to partying. They turn to mere materialistic things to fill up that space. It's only Jesus that can fill up that space. Jesus Christ is the space filler. There is nothing on earth that will satisfy you unless you have Jesus on the inside of you. When you say you want the latest, this you want the latest iPhone, you want the latest Nike shoes, you want the latest brand. When you have it, you w- you will still be wanting more and more and more of these material things, and you can never get satisfied. But when you have Jesus on the inside of you, you begin to look at Him only. You begin to look at Him only. You begin to want Him only. You begin to be. Satisfied with every single thing that comes your way, you because just because you know you have Jesus. Jesus is a thirst quencher, he quenches your thirst, he quenches your thirst for every other materialistic things or for every other other things that 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 is out of his will. He he only increases your thirst for the things that are in his will, the things that 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 will help you to see that will help him that will help you as a person to succeed jesus wants to just be at the same time of your life give him that trouble drop it at his feet drop it at his feet i was listening to um a podcast and it's called um her god and it's an and And his word podcast, that's the name of the podcast. And the lady said, there's something she does. It's called palms down and palms up. And while I was listening to this, I tried this. Palms down and palms up just means whenever you see there are things going on in your life and you do not like it. And it's weighing you down so much in your heart. And it's like it's going to spoil your day. When you put your palms down, that is dropping it at Jesus' feet. You put your palms, your two palms down, and you just say, Jesus, I'm dropping this at your feet. I'm dropping this at your feet. Just like how the man who was healed of leprosy, just like how the man who was. Who was healed of leprosy threw himself at Jesus' feet. Jesus wants us to throw ourselves at His feet. We put our palms down and we say, "Jesus, I drop this at Your feet. I drop this problem at Your feet. I drop what is weighing me down on my inside at Your feet." And I lift my hands—that is a palm up—to receive Your peace. I lift my hands to receive Your strength. I lift my hands to receive the grace for this, for for this issue of my life. I. I lift my hands to receive your strength and your peace concerning this issue. And then we stand up, you know, with that faith and conviction that we've received his peace concerning every issues of our lives or concerning what is weighing you down. And you leave it there. You leave it there. What did I say? You leave it there. What is troubling you? Make Jesus the center. I'm not saying when you make him the center all of these things will just go in one day but there will be this peace and you'll be rest assured that you are leaning on the solid rock that can never fail you are leaning on a solid ground that can never betray you all that grounds are sinking sand alcohol is a sinking sand the drugs you're taking is a sinking sand the relationship that is not helping you is a sinking sand every other thing is a sinking sand going to get materialistic things to fill up that space That Jesus, that only Jesus can feel, is a sinking sand. Jesus is the only sand that does not sink. Jesus is the only solid rock that does not fail. Jesus is the one that just wants to catch you when it's like everything is about to fall. Make Him the center. Make Him the center. And when we begin to make Jesus the center, we become more like Him. For example, when you begin to just when you be, when, when you make any other thing the center like alcohol like um you know just getting everything that is the latest everything and you just want everything when you make alcohol the center what do you become an alcoholic when you be, when you when you make material things the center what do you become materialistic but when you make Jesus the center, you, be, you, be, you begin to become more like Jesus. You begin to become more like Jesus. Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. second corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 It says and we all and we all with unveiled faces contemplate the lord's glory and are being transformed into his image with ever increasing with ever increasing glory which comes from the lord who is the spirit he said and we all With unveiled faces, meaning our faces are not covered. We can see, we can see His glory. Contemplate the Lord's glory, looking at the Lord's glory, looking at the Lord's glory. Like I said earlier it is what we devote ourselves to we become more like when we keep looking at the glory of the lord when we keep setting our eyes on who jesus is when we keep looking at him the bible says the scripture says looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith we keep looking unto him we keep beholding his face we keep saying jesus in this problem i don't know what to do but i'll keep looking at your face jesus i don't know what to do in this problem but i will keep looking at your face you need to make jesus the center you need to make jesus the center when the disciples were on the boat and they saw jesus on the other side walking on water and peter said jesus if that is you tell me to come and jesus said come and peter began to walk on water And when he saw that the waves were beginning to come, he began to sink. Jesus, Peter at first, Peter was looking at Jesus and he began to walk on water. But as soon as he began to look at those waves, to look at the storms of his his life, he began to sink. That's what happens when you no longer make Jesus the center. That's what happens when you no longer look at Jesus in, in that problem. That's what happens when you no longer look at Jesus. Look at the lost glory. Look at Jesus, your savior, your daddy, your father in that problem. But instead, you begin to look at the problem. I don't want you to look at your problem anymore. I don't want you to tell Tell God about your problem. I want you to tell your problem about God. Tell your problem that my God is the all-sufficient God. Tell your problem my God is the King of Kings. My God is the Lord of Lords. And that can only come, that boldness can only come in when you've made, made Jesus Christ the center of your life. You keep looking at his face. God wants to free so many of us. But God cannot free us if we do not make him the center. God cannot free us. He cannot give us that freedom if we don't make him the center. Our God is not someone that invades where he's not invited. God God is not an invader. That's why before Jesus comes into your life, you need to say the, the prayer of salvation. That's why we need to say the prayer of our The scripture says with our mouth, confession is made unto righteousness. Until Jesus is at the center, life will not make sense. Life will never make sense until Jesus is at the center. You're asking yourself why life is not making sense right now? Is Jesus at the center of your life? Is he the one you can lean on when things are going south? Or is it just your friends you can lean on? And it's not just about your friends. Who are your friends? Do your friends have Jesus at the center of their lives? Are you trusting your friends? Is 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 there God in your friends that you can trust? Is Jesus the center of your friend's life? Is Jesus the strength of your friend's life? You need to make Jesus the center of your life. Because Jesus is not at the center. That is why most people miss it in life. And they become like the things they place at the center for themselves. When you like I said earlier, when you make alcohol, when you make you know jealousy, when you make strife, envious, materialistic things the center of your life, you become like it. When you make just being on your phone from morning till night, the center of your life, you become addicted to it. Some of us cannot go one day without going on social media. Some of us cannot go one day without checking a celebrity post and trying to become like that celebrity and trying to get the costumes that that celebrity got and just trying to just be who God has not called us to be. God is calling you to make him the center of your life. To make everything you do about God. Nothing should be about you. Nothing should be about you. Nothing should be about you. I want you to know you are here to do the will of the Father. Jesus just wants you to make him the center of your life. He wants that relationship, he wants that intimacy, he wants a a situation whereby you get to know him to the point where you call him daddy, you get to know him to the point where you call him father, where you see that he is even more than just your earthly father, where you see that you can throw yourself at him. He wants to be that friend that you first call when things are going south. I'm not saying it's not good for us to have friends to call. Oh, obviously, he wants us to have a friend that we can call. But Jesus wants to be that one person you go to first and tell him this is what is going on with me. And even when you have friends, are those friends do they have Jesus as at at the center of their lives? It is better to get to get so to get so into God than to get into the world. Than to be drawn by materialistic things. Jesus wants to draw us closer to him. Jesus wants to draw us closer. Draw, draw us closer. Like never before. He wants to draw us closer. He wants to draw us closer like never, never before. The scripture says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Jesus is someone that, God is someone that, when you are running close to him, he's running closer to you. Let's take, for instance, the prodigal son in the Bible. The prodigal son in the Bible. He left his father's house. And when he was on his way back, knowing that he has done so many other things, he has wasted his money. He has lavished his money. He was coming and his father saw him from a distance and ran to meet him this just shows that when jesus when jesus sees that we are running to meet him he runs to meet us too in fact when we are walking to meet him jesus runs to meet us not until we have realized and acknowledged that father we've done something that is not of your glory this is us coming back to you coming back to you to make you're the center of our lives. God doesn't care about what you've done. He doesn't care if you've, if you've hurt someone. He doesn't care if you've killed someone. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about what you've done. He doesn't even care who the world is calling you to be. He's calling you to be that person that he wants you to be. Jesus does not care about your faults. He doesn't care about the relative that you've hurt. He doesn't care about someone you've killed. He doesn't care about someone you've introduced to pornography. He doesn't care about someone you've introduced to, drug, to drugs. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He just wants to love upon you. Jesus is saying, just give me this one chance. Give me this one chance and let me turn your life around. Give me this one chance and let me make things good again for you. Give me this one chance. Just let me in again. I will not fail you. Jesus is telling someone right now, I can feel it right now. Jesus is telling you right now, give me just one chance. I will not fail you. Just try me one. Just try me. Just give me this chance. Let me in. Let me help you. Let me help you. At the beginning of my podcast, there's a scripture that says, Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He just wants to give you rest when you come to him and make him the center of your life. He doesn't care what you've done in the past. Is not the God of the past. He doesn't remind you of your sins like men will do. He doesn't remind you of your sins like your parents or your friends or friends that 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 have left you will do. Instead, he tells you who you are. He says he loves you. He says he cares for you. He says he just wants to love upon you. He wants to wrap his arms around you and show you how much love. He loves you to the point that he sent his son to die for you. He loves you no matter what you think. He loves you and he just wants to show you that love. He loves you and he wants to show you that love. Please accept him and make him the center. Father, we just thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you today because you're touching the hearts of some the hearts of someone right now. We thank you, Father, because you are working, working, working in the heart of someone right now. Holy Spirit. Thank you because we can feel it. Thank you because I can feel it. Thank you because you are touching the heart of someone right now and you're turning the heart of that person back to you. Thank you because you are no longer, this person is no longer a slave to sin, but this person is a child of God. Thank you because you are turning the heart of this person. You're turning it around. You're turning it around. You're turning it around, Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you're accepting everyone listening and honor the sound of my voice. You are calling them to dine with you. You're calling them to an intimate and deep and beautiful relationship with you. Lord Jesus, I thank you because you are turning the heart of someone. Thank you because someone right now is making you the center of their life. Thank you because someone right now is accepting you as their Lord and personal Savior. Thank you because someone right now is surrendering everything into your hands. Thank you because someone right now is throwing themselves at your feet and saying they are tired of all this but they've given it to you lord jesus i want you to know the way you can accept the way you can make jesus the center of your life is by accepting him to be your lord and personal savior and it's by being born again if you've never heard of the word born again if you've never heard of the word born again. If you've never heard of the word born again. Let's go to John 3. John three, sixteen. It says, For God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And when we go to John 3, John 3, verse, verse 8. Verse 8, it says, The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. Let's go further. Let's go backward to so John chapter 3, verse 3. It says, Jesus replied, Very truly I, say to, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. What does it mean to be born again? To be born again means to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And Jesus is saying here in John three three that I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless the person is born again. You cannot see God's kingdom or God's will in your life unless you accept Him. God cannot be the center unless you accept him. Like I said earlier, God is not an invader. He does not go to where he's not invited. He's not an invader unless you tell him to invade you. He will not invade you. He will not come to your space unless you tell him to. And if you want to be born again, and if you want to just experience this peace that, that's like no other, even when you're going through the storms of life... There's this peace that you experience when you're born again, even when you're going through those times of life. And if you want to experience that peace, just say these words after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. And I have sinned against you and your will for my life. I've turned against you And turned to other things. Today I throw myself at your feet. I ask that you forgive me of all my sins. I ask that you come into my heart. I ask that you be the Lord of my life. I accept you today. As my Lord and personal savior. Take control of my life. Take the will of my life. Have your way in me. Dwell in me. Live in me. Walk through me. And in me. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Welcome to the family of Jesus. Welcome to the family of peace. And a family of love. If you just said that prayer. Welcome. 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 And. If you just say that prayer, you can start your walk with God by attending a Bible believing church and just continue to build your faith in Him and let nothing, nothing, nothing at all distract you. Like I said earlier, we now have an Instagram page and it's called Abba's Word Podcast. Abba's Word Podcast on Instagram. And we also have an email where you can send your prayer request. Or if you want us to pray with you, if you want me to, want us to intercede for you at any point, the email is abbasword at gmail.com. But this time the word is a double D. So it is A-B-B-A-S W O R D D at Gmail.com. A B B A S W O R D D at Gmail.com. We'll be expecting your prayer request. Please send us Send your prayer request and just know God is um ready to meet you. And when you're sending your prayer request, please also include your name and what you want us to pray about for you. God bless you and God keep you and make his face shine on you as you go about this new week. Keep living for Christ and keep making Jesus Christ the center of your life no matter what. God bless you so, so much. Have a blessed week ahead of you. See you soon again in two weeks thank you so much for tuning into today's episode god bless you bye love you